Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. I'm excited to have Miss Lauren Wheaton, our newly elected City of Coogville Mayor, in the studio with me. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. I'm excited for you. Uh, I'm happy. I'm excited as well. Yeah, I know you are. You should be. It's been a long journey. Um, you've been with me, the you know, four years ago, yeah. and then these four years. Yep. Yeah. So you you've been through it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, uh, your leadership the last four years has been great, and it, it's a testament to you getting reelected and actually getting. Uh, the most votes. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's start with that because I, I get questions from coworkers across the state, other cities I see, other counties. How does the city of Coolville do the mayor um, appointment? In a very unique fashion right. is the way I could say yes. So, um, every, you know, with city council, everyone runs at large. Mm-hmm. We don't run by district. And the top five vote getters are who is elected to city council. And historically, the person who serves as mayor has always been the person who gets the most votes. And that's how most people think the mayor is elected. But actually... The way we work is our city council is the one who elects, appoints the mayor. So the next city council meeting on the 18th, when we all get sworn in, that will be when someone will nominate who should be mayor. And then the council votes on it. So I I am... um, Hopeful that that, that that tradition continues because I, I do want to be the mayor of Cookville and uh, I feel like I worked hard for it. So, but that's I, how it works. It's weird. I'm sure it will. I mean, uh, you've earned the respect and I know they look up to you as well. well thank so, you. it should be a problem. I wonder if it's ever been a problem. Do you know? I don't think, historically, I don't think it has ever happened where it okay. has not been the person who's gotten the most votes. So, it's not in the charter. It's just understood the, per, the, the person that gets the most at large votes will be appointed is, mayor by the council within the first meeting. Correct, yeah. But it, yeah, it is where the, the council is the one that appoints the mayor and the vice mayor. What uh, meeting is that? What the day? 18th. The August 18th. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's when coming we'll be up. Yeah. That's when and you start as mayor then, right? Yeah, I'll start. We do, uh, the old council will sit, finish up any business, and then we close that meeting, and then the new council comes on, we get sworn in, and then we do our own little meeting, and then that's it. So, that's great. Yeah. Well, can, again, congratulations. Thank um, you. I'm curious. I know there's, I think there was more candidates that ran this time than there were four years mm-hmm. ago. How did this election compare to the last one that you ran? Well, definitely the sheer volume of candidates, which I was encouraged by because that means that many people wanted to serve on city council, which I think is huge because I'm a big proponent of our citizens and our community getting involved in local government. I mean, you know, a local mm-hmm. government does not work unless its citizens get involved. So that was encouraging to see. We had, um, you know, 11 people running and that was a little more stressful obviously because when i ran four years ago i just wanted to get on city council i was new to politics uh you know i still considered myself new to cookville and so i was just looking to get a spot and was honored to get the second most votes and serve as vice mayor so this go round, i i was going for that mayor spot i wanted the top votes i felt like i had the experience i had served i felt like hopefully people thought i had done a good job so far and i was ready to take that leadership position and so i did work extra hard to make sure that people knew what i was running for and knew why i was running and saw the experience that i had and so that was definitely different uh, i worked hard four years ago but i worked even harder this time and i, I hope it looks like it paid off so far well and you made a good point um and you can't i know you can't speak for the other council members elected but you know you said four years ago you just your goal was to be elected to the council mm-hmm. this time your goal was to be elected mayor do you yeah. feel like any other candidates approached it that way or do you think they were just trying to get on the council I- I, you know, you always hear talk right. about, yeah, and I think there were some other people who may have wanted, you know, that top spot, and, and you know, I'm excited about who's on council. Sure. I think it's a great group, but I do feel like at the end of the day, I, I mean, I thought I was the best candidate, to be honest. You know, I had the experience. Uh, I 
show, I think I've shown over the past four years, I'm willing to compromise, willing to work with people, willing to have that discussion and, and let everyone be heard and then try to make the best decision for Cookville. So I, that's why, like I said, I really wanted it. So, so I, I, we have to brag on your support group. Oh, yes. Because yeah. your goal was to be mayor. Uh-huh. And I know that you probably made that very transparent early on. I don't mm-hmm. know when those conversations started taking place. Probably last year, maybe. Oh, for sure, last year. You know, I- so so how did you, you know, you, you talk about your support group, but what did you say to them? This is what I want to do. Yeah. So, you know, my support group, my campaign team was on my text messages. I have the text thread, and it's the campaign dream team. <laughs> uh, we I named it that. But, you know, again, this was five moms who uh, support were really helpful last time. And so this time I got them together in the dining room with our kids running around and said hey you know time to do this again y'all were with me last time um i need you again and this time i'm going for mayor and so they knew and i said this is going to be more work i am going to need you know more help more ideas more connections more time from y'all to get this done and of course every one of them was like well yeah of course you're going to be mayor you know they they were my cheerleaders as well my biggest cheerleader though was wade i have to give him credit Mm -hmm. he he was the one he said i I know you want this and I want it for you. And uh, we actually had lunch today or yesterday and he was so sweet about saying, you know, he's just, he was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of how hard you worked. So when I would get down or discouraged or tired, he was right there saying, you can do this. You've got this. My, my team was as well, because, you know, I mean, it's hard, you know, you've run and there are times when you're like, Oh, can I do this anymore? And they were just there saying, yes, you can, you've got this. And, you know the results. The results turned out pretty well. Turned out so. Uh-huh. Of course, I know Wade too. He's he is fabulous. <laughs> it is so important, I think, especially in a, a big race like yours, because I'm I've just been to the district, and it's I'm not saying it's you know it's nothing, but it's not to me. It's not as hard of work to do like a a city council race or, or a county elected oh, race. Matt, you yeah, know? county. Yeah. So it's it's a lot bigger spectrum, but. I can't imagine not having my spouse support me. No, it, it seems yeah. like it would make it a lot harder on somebody running if their spouse didn't well, support. Well, you have to have them because they know they know when you're at your lowest point. They know they see when you're tired. You know, other people you you keep that face on and you keep going and they see you at home tired, worn out, don't know if you can give another day and and you know, I'm a big I believe a marriage is not 50% two people come together. It's, you know, two 100% that come together and sometimes I didn't have anything to give. And so he took up that extra 100% and he was the one supporting me. So, and my kids too. My kids were at the age now where they understood what was going on. My daughter came door to door with me. She wanted to be at events that I was at because she was proud of right. what her mom was doing. And and I, that's another big reason I'm so excited about this because there's only been one female mayor in Cookville ever. That's right. Yeah. And so now my daughter and my daughter's friends and my son, they all are going to get to see that, you know, their mom can do hard things and that, you know, women, we can get out there and we can work hard and get these things accomplished. So that I'm really excited about that opportunity. I hope I can be a good role model for. I think it's great. Your children understand mm-hmm. what's just happened. Mm-hmm. They may not have been as aware four years ago no. what's happened, but, but four <laughs> years have passed and they understand and they're probably your biggest cheerleaders. I'd say. That, that, but I said, they really are. They were the ones wearing their shirts. They were the ones going to school, telling their friends, mm-hmm. you know, when we saw signs, it was though that was the encouraging part because I saw you know, the pure joy that they got from seeing their mama do this. And so that was that was a big, you know, you can keep doing this. You sure. can do this for them. So so one thing I noticed, um, I try to be observant about campaigns because I'm a political junkie. I say political junkie. I'm a public service junkie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so going around the city, of course, my office is in the city. I'm, we're there a lot. Um, 
I didn't notice billboards for Miss Lauren Wheaton up, and and I asked another friend. That's, he's a mutual friend of ours, and mm-hmm. I just asked him who's ran campaigns and and, and very notable, but I'm not going to say their name. Um, <laughs> And said, hey, have you noticed that Shannon billboards? And he said, "That's I think that's by design. It, and so I wanted to ask you about that. It really was. And nothing against billboards. You know, they work when they need to work. But my approach was really to, you know, target the people who vote. Um, I had, again, not just my moms on my campaign team, but I had people who had some really good political experience on my campaign team as well. And reached out, you know, and helped me make connections to other people who had run campaigns. And they were very much about, you want to reach the people who vote. Which I'm so sad. Because, I mean... I'm glad I did because the voter turnout was so low anyway, which I hate, which is something I'm, I'm going to work on. Um, but it was really important to target those people who who we thought would vote because I wanted them to see my name, hear my name, know who I was. Um, and then when I would go door to door, I would meet people who would say, oh, hey, I got your mailer. And then that would open that dialogue to say, oh, OK, well, let me tell you a little bit more about myself, because that was just a little short, you know, blurb about me. But it was really I really wanted to focus on who I thought would get out there and vote. And so that is why I did, you know, mailers. Um, I had a great uh, digital marketing team that really helped out who took over my Facebook because oh, that is it, I, <laughs> that is hard to do just to keep up with a regular Facebook, much less a political campaign right. Facebook stuff going on. Yeah. And and so that's what I did. I really focused on that. So, of course, we're friends on Facebook. I have Instagram, but I'm not on there a lot. Do you have Instagram? I have Instagram, and- but I kind of keep that more like okay. that's my kids and dogs and that kind of okay. fun stuff. Yeah. Facebook. And it's like a love hate relationship with sure. Facebook. You know, I mean, it, I, I would love to get off of it, to be honest. I would too. But that's where most people get their news from. Mm. And that's where most people find out things and so you it's kind of a necessary evil i kind of feel like although it does great things but that was that's a big you know that's a big way to get your name out there and to get awareness and so that was a big you know area that we targeted as well so i this is just my belief um in a size of the city of Cooble, as many people as their their population is, what up to forty something thousand? I think yeah. The census was no. Our census is it more than that. No, our census only had us at like thirty. 30 okay, thirty five or something. Thirty five. 30, yes. So thirty five. That's still yeah. a big city. I mean, it's still a big city. Yes, obviously. And then yes. the county of Putnam with eighty two thousand, mm-hmm. or you know, I think it said eighty, but we really believe it's eighty two. Yeah. I think it's important when you're running a campaign to probably have a team and maybe have a campaign manager. I did. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like attacking or pursuing a race that big to do it on your own or to do it without some outside advice Advi- and, and, yeah yeah I, I don't know how you would do that no and let me so julie beth um julie beth boyd she was my campaign manager she was last time and when again when i ran four years ago we were kind of like who can my campaign manager be i need someone to kind of keep up with my events and you know plug me into places and julie beth was like well i can i can do that part and i don't think she knew what would happen <laughs> four more years but julie beth boyd allison means jenna hillis uh amini cumby elsa nooncaster those were my that was my team right there and like i said all moms um those were the ones that on election day were all working the polls they were the ones waving signs wearing the lauren wheaton shirts and i had some other friends help out as too but those were the ones that on election day i said hey all right, here's a sign up. Where can y'all be? And everyone plugged themselves in. I mean, that's, you know, that. and they were all at home when their kids were at home because kids were out of school sure. that day. So that was a big extra step for them that they went out and did that. So, yes, there's their shout out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm glad you did that because I'm sure they're they're. I, you're very gracious, but I know they're very grateful to be a part of your team to help you pursue something. I. I think Lauren, or Miss Mayor, I should say. <laughs> I mean, it's still Lauren. So we're, no, I'm um, always going to be Lauren. <laughs> I think you probably are a trailblazer 
and you've kind of set a path for maybe other young women and, I hope so. and women alike to follow and be uh, inspired. So I, I, congratulations again. Of course, this is just our first segment, but I'm so happy for you. I was happy that night. As, as, <laughs> I know we saw each other that night. We're like, yay! Yeah, as tired as I was, I was staying yes. up watching the election. So this is great stuff. We'll be back after this break on Local Matters. I have Lauren Wheaton, the newly elected uh, city mayor of Cookville, coming back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with Lauren Wheaton, our newly elected mayor for the city of Cookville. And again, just excited for her. It's something that that you've been trying to pursue and you've done great. You succeeded. Mm -hmm. We talked about your support group and how you campaigned. I think it's wonderful. You had mentioned something a few minutes ago about voter turnout, and it was down. I think it was down maybe 30 to 40 percent. Oh, it was a sad number. I was a little surprised by that. And I, part of it, I know, is probably because uncontested county mm-hmm. races. Yeah. And so the county people were not coming out as much. And, you know, and, and there were some people that, you know, asked me in my district, hey, you're unopposed. I need to go vote for you. And I said, you always need to go vote. Yeah. Yes. It's the, yes. one of the greatest freedoms you'll ever have is to go vote. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if they win or not. Some people tell you they vote, they don't vote. But uh, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know they got voted for you. You're like, really? Okay. Yeah. I hope that's true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But why do you think we had a low voter turnout? I do think, for one, that was in the reason that so many racers were uncontested. I mean, count, you know, county mayor, mm-hmm. sheriff, ju- a lot of judges' racers were uncontested, uh, city council, not city council, county commission. So I think that was definitely, like you said, one reason that a lot of people didn't come out um i honestly believe another reason a lot of people didn't come out is they were tired mm-hmm. uh, of of the way the election was going there towards the end and i i hate to bring that up but i do think i want to point out that I, I don't ever believe that that's how a campaign should go i don't care if you don't like somebody i don't care if you disagree with them i hope we disagree um but the way that it went it, it went kind of sour there at the end and i I really stayed away from that. I try to stay on my track and keep my campaign focusing on the good because I believe when you focus on the negative, you lose all the positive things that you're trying to do. And so I do. I honestly believe some people right there at the end, they got tired and and they just didn't even want to be a part of it, which breaks my heart because we don't want to be running people away from being involved. So I think that maybe had something to do with it as well. And I'm saddened by it because at the end of the day, that it was just Cookwell City Council. You know, this isn't some I mean, it's big to us and it is very important to me. But at the end of the day, that's there, there's no reason for that type of just, I mean, a hatred, I guess, almost to a point. I mean, you're just I, I don't know. I just I, I, I wish it hadn't gone that way. And I think that was another reason that maybe voter turnout was low. One thing I would like to do, though, to improve voter turnout, and I think they do this in Monterey already, is uh, any senior who's turning 18. 
they help them get registered to vote. And I love that. I would love to see that in every high school. Another thing I would like to do, which I actually worked on during my campaign, was work on um, some of the other minorities in our in our community who don't have the access to vote uh, or don't have the the access at hand to register to vote. For instance, um, I called the election commission and I said, hey, do y'all have any instructions in Spanish on how to register for vote, to, re- to vote? Because they have the little cards up there. They didn't. And of course, you can go online, I'm sure, and get it, but they did not have any of that. And so I thought that was, you know, that's an area that we need to make sure that everyone who's eligible to vote in the city has a way to get that information and register because it's not super easy, right. uh, but just uh, have access to that. So that's another thing I'd like to see is that, you know, does everyone here... Can they find a way to get information about how to register to vote? So those are two things I would really like to see happen uh, and, and would be support these next four years. I think that's a good idea. I, I, I'll be glad to help you in that pursuit. Talk to some of the administrators. Or, yeah. you know, go to Corby and, and Lemmy Henry on the school board and, and Kim and Don and all those to say, hey, can we make this a practice in all of our high schools yeah, to yeah. help to help you know seniors get registered mm-hmm. to vote because i've got one of my best friends has got a senior and um he turns 18 maybe in two weeks so he could obviously couldn't vote last this week time, but but november he can exactly and he's like he's excited uh-huh. well i asked him about his classmates he's like they don't know what they to don't do. know they yeah don't, they don't care anything about voting they don't understand it i'm like we got to educate exactly the, educate the, the kids and then like i said then put it in front of them you know you register online so here's here's a computer here's link you know click 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 do this and then you're registered so that yeah. just to let them know this is how you do it because even my friends are you know our age were saying well how do i register and i don't know if i'm registered and where do i check my address so making that easily accessible communicating and educating is something i want to do so i don't know um I don't know what's next. You know, I don't know if I'll ever run for anything else besides commission. Yeah. Thought about it. Good Lord, that's up to him. But I got some really good advice the last 12 months about a campaign. Of course, I just finished my second campaign, or actually third campaign. Uh, yeah. When yeah. I was on a post, so truly, really, you don't really have to do a whole lot. First two times I had to work. Mm-hmm. But I got some good advice. It's actually a mutual friend of ours. And she said to me, she said, never make it about them. Keep focused on your race. Mm-hmm. Keep focused on what you can control and don't bring anybody else into it. If somebody says, well, hey, what about so-and-so? What do you think? You know what? I, I think they're a good person, but let me tell you why I'm running. Yes. Or let me focus on what I'm doing. And this is why these are the goals. And, and just don't because then you get an opportunity to mudsling or talk bad about somebody. And the last thing, Lauren, I don't understand it. I'm getting my soapbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, on. My, my, my producer's talking about it. I'm getting my soapbox. <laughs> We're all here in it together. Mm-hmm. Every elected official, city or county, are, we're in it together. So why not work together? We have to. And, and for those trying to achieve a public service role in this community, help them. And if you don't like them, just stay out of just it. Just don't vote for them. Yeah. And yeah. just stay out of it. Yeah. Just don't attack. Don't be cruel. Golly, don't be mean to people. So, you know, I I really want to see our elections. And I think countywide wouldn't have that problem because there wasn't contested elections you know Mm -hmm. there were some things in the judges races maybe earlier maybe some other counties that kind of got squirrely but i don't you know i hate that you had to endure maybe the tail end of the campaign of of just negativity it's not there's no place for it no there's not and like you said at the end uh, you know city council there's five of us up there so if you're if you're talking bad about somebody you might be working with them so that's probably not a good idea and then county as well and again i understand wanting to get your guy elected i understand that it's important to have someone representing you that has the same ideals and values as you i get that there's better ways to do it than attacking someone else because putting yourself out there in the beginning as an as a candidate that's hard enough right and so then to have you be attacked 
see other people see that well i'm not going to run because look at what happens if you if you run and someone doesn't like you and so then you don't have people running and i don't want to discourage people from getting involved in city government because it really is or county government it really is a great thing and we do great stuff but if you're going to you know display that's how it's going to happen then people aren't going to want to do it and then you're running off good people who could serve our city and county exactly yeah i can't say it any better i have encouraged good people across our county to run for commission mm-hmm. and they'll say I, I can't make a difference well of course you can yes. just get, get get elected let's talk through some stuff let's look for the betterment of the county let's try some things and then they're like well look at all i don't want to be part of a bad campaign i don't want to be my name in that well you can change that mm-hmm. run your campaign yep. be honest about what you want to do don't address what everybody else wants to do. It's about you running for a campaign. You're really not in a competition. You're really no, just you're not, yeah. You're I've, just running for a seat. I very much did not look at it as a competition. I want I knew I had a goal. My goal was to get mayor. And that wasn't against anybody else. That was my goal, what I wanted to do, and I had to achieve that, not by tearing anybody down, but by building myself up and letting people see I'm I'm ready for this. I'm prepared for this. I can do this. And in fact, I had some people who said, well, don't you want to comment on everything going on? And I said, no, I do not want to give that any more attention. I'm focused on what I'm doing, what I can do for this city, and I'm going to stay over here. And I got phone calls from people saying, thank you for not getting involved in that. Thank you for not going down here but you know when people were posting negative stuff on facebook i was posting pictures of my kids picking up litter in a park you know just i'm over here doing this this is i want people to see the good in cookville and what what good we can do for cookville and so i just let that let that over there and like i said i you know i think people saw that and that's how i I want to continue to promote if we're going to do campaigns we can disagree we're not all going to you know agree on the same thing but there's no reason to to do that no and i'm glad you got that perspective because um Again, we're all working together for mm-hmm. a common goal, which yes. is to make our quality of life better in the county and the city, all the cities. And, you know, I know that's your passion. Mm-hmm. That's my passion. Uh, and yeah. we've, we and I have talked about it outside of this. What can we do to make it better? So I appreciate what you've done. And, and we're going to talk next segment because I want to get in on some of your things you want to pursue. Yeah. Maybe there's some different things you and I haven't talked about that you had maybe in your campaign agenda or, or something you were talking to people and then. You know, do you have a four-year plan? Well, we're going to find out Mm -hmm. from the newly elected mayor, (laughs) Lauren Wheaton, for the city of Cookville. We'll come back just a moment after this break. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Miss Lauren Wheaton. She is the newly elected mayor for the city of Cookville. She will become mayor August 18th. Mm -hmm. And that's just, uh, well, that's next week. Next week, I know. That is, wow, that's crazy. Right. Um, We've talked about the campaign and how all that works. You've given us good information. So now let's get to what your public service mindset and heart because to me public service starts in the heart Mm -hmm. is wanting to see Cookville do going forward you know what are some of the first things you want to start working on with the council and with those departments uh, for the city of Cookville I think that's important you said with the council because one of the first things I'm going to make sure to do is let you know this newly council newly elected council know we're all we're all on the same we're all in the same seat we all sit at the table. We're all on the same level. No one sits above anybody. I may have the title of mayor, but that does not make me any more important than anyone else. And I do want to make sure that they know everything that we do. It, it takes five votes. It is never, I may bring a, I may bring something to the table, but we're all going to have to vote on it. So it's always going to be what the council as a team did. I really want to bring that team mentality back to the city council. Not that it wasn't there before, but that's just one of my priorities is to make sure that everyone knows we, we all... You know, at the end of the council meeting, we all push one button, we all get one vote. So that's something I do want to 
to emphasize with this new group. And I think that's going to go over fine because I think we're all ready to work together as a team and we understand that that's how things get done. So that's one thing. Uh, I think, Cookville, you know, we're going to be we're, we're in a great position right now. We are obviously continuing to grow. We've got some great opportunities coming. So that plan strategic growth that we've been focusing on is going to become even more important, you know, even all the way down to planning commission, making sure that, you know, they're, you know, they're going to be voting on some big items that come up. So making sure that we've got people in there who are, you know, want to be a part of what's going on, which they already are. But just saying, I think every every department in Cookville is going to start taking on more responsibility just as we grow. Our utilities, are we making sure that we're putting those where we want to grow? Are we providing the services to the people that we've already said we provide those services to? Are we planning for growth ahead, which we already are with, you know, our water department? We've increased our capacity gas we've increased our capacity so that's going to be a big area to make sure we're being proactive in the growth that's happening um housing you know always gets brought the the three questions i think we got most (laughs) housing homeless and traffic those are the questions that were always asked at the forum those are always going to be problems when you're growing so continuing to tackle those to make people aware of hey you know, we're growing pains. It, it it happens. But at the end, we're trying to get over here. So if y'all could just work with us for a second, I promise we've got a, we've got a goal. We've got a plan. Um, it just may take a you know, hot second to get there. Uh, working with the county, you know, continuing that partnership. I'm really excited to work with Randy because he's got a wealth of knowledge and experience in, in the county commission. And so making sure that we partner together because as Cookville grows, Putnam grows. So we want to make sure that we are, you know, trying to recruit those jobs with the higher wages, making sure we've got housing where people can come here, live here, work here um, and and play here. I'd like to see us be able to give back to the community some. And I know we talked about the aquatic center. Right. Um, sometimes, you know, that's I mean, everyone's got to have an opinion about sure. that. But but my big thing with that is that Cookville has done such a great job taking care of our finances that we're at a point now that we've got we've got the ability to give back to the community and to do something that would improve the quality of life, whether that is a aquatic center, a splash pad. A, you know, I don't know where we're going with that, but that we're there at that time now that we can do something like that. So I'd like to give back to Cookville and again, just continue to. Focus on, like I said, the growth. I know people get tired of it, but it, it, I promise you, we we are always looking at it. We've even talked about, you know, do we need to update the 2030 master plan? Uh, we've got plans for our recreational parks, for the Highland Business Park. So there's a lot of stuff going on in Cookville. And every department head I've talked to, at, you know, the past four years that I've been on, I feel like I have so much more experience now and know what's going on and in the direction we want Cookville to go in. But it's not just me. Right. It's, it's the council. It's the county. It's the city. It's all of us doing it. Yeah, and you, it, it, it's a we. It's uh-huh. no it's, me. Yes. It's no yes. I. It's we. So planning commission, and p- people may not understand exactly what the planning commission is for the city of Cookville. How, is that appointed every four years as well, or do they have different terms? No, we have different terms. Yeah, they stagger and they come on. Um, and there's different appointments. For instance, the council has a representative that sits on the planning commission. The mayor has a, a, a person that is uh, appointed to that position. And then as a whole, the council will nominate people. We vote on that, and then they go on. So they stagger off and on. But again, you know, that was an area I just kind of talked about because there's going to be a lot, you know, as Cookville grows, that is going to be an area that's going to be seeing a lot of meetings, discussions. And so, again, I want to make sure that that's an area we're focusing on, making sure we've got people in there from all different areas. So we're having that discussion about where we want Cookville to go, getting different perspectives, and then making those decisions that are best for Cookville. Yeah, planning commission is very important. Very. I mean, the here in the past 12 months, you've seen several properties in the city of Cookville, like Spring Street Market, where it's at, and maybe in, in Builder Supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, those have gone out of business. 
and people, you know, developers want to develop that. Well, they got to go through the planning commission. They do. And yeah. get approved for whatever development they want to do. Or if they need it rezoned. You know, rezonings are obviously hot topics. I mean, you know, Cookville, another thing is we're running out of space. I mean, we really are. So we have to be very strategic about how we're growing, the way we want to grow, what we want coming in here. And again, that's where the council, planning commission, electric department, water, uh, you know, all of our utilities all working together and saying, okay, here's where we are right now. We know where we want to be. How do we get there and get there in the right way without, without, you know, making again, the growing pains too, too painful. Yeah. And so were there anything or any things I should say the last four years that maybe y'all pursued that didn't pass that you would like to see or, or, and I know the aquatic center was something that was approved mm-hmm. and you just briefly talked about that. Are there any other things that you would like to see brought back up? Or? I want to continue to increase the pay for our, for our city employees, uh, fire and police. We did a, we did a pay raise. We're still behind. We need to get their pay up. We need to make sure that not just our city employees, but particularly fire and police. And I always say I've, I've got a special affinity for them because working in the ER, I was used to the, you know, them bringing in those patients. And so I, I saw what they were dealing with. And, and we all know um, that they're putting themselves out in the front lines all the time. So making sure that their pay is good enough, well enough, uh, good, high enough to not only retain them, but to recruit new ones. You know, we're short firemen. We're short police. We need those guys in here. And so that's something I want to continue. We were able to do the pay increases and I want to continue to do that for our city employees and fire and police. That's something the county did. Of course, I mm-hmm. talked to Mayor Porter on this about our budget and we, well, I think the city and the county are on the same page. We have good people here. Great people. But in county, excuse me, in the city of Cooble, we want to keep them. Mm-hmm. So, and I even mentioned, you know, as well, when we did the raises for the county employees, we're not done. No. Yeah. Like you just said, we mm-hmm. want to keep pursuing, you know, benefits and compensation for our employees because we want to keep them. And we want to make it sustainable, not something that you do just one time and then have to take back. We want to make sure that we're finding a way to keep this in the budget so our, you know, our employees are consistently paid at a, a level that we can keep them and let them know, hey, we appreciate you being here and working for the city. So that's and I will give James Mills. Uh, he always gets embarrassed, but I give him so much credit for that because that was one of his main goals, too, was to make sure that we could give them raises and be sustainable, continue it year after year. And he and Brenda and the finance department did a great job making sure we could do that. So that's the path that I want to continue on for sure. Yeah, that sounds good, Lauren. I, so you have four years. Yes. And, <sighs> you know, and of course, you're term limited, so this is your last four years. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't set off four years and come back because there's a rule where you can. I don't know if you want to. That's way out there. That's you, eight years from now. Wade Wheaton has already made me promise that. Uh, this is it. Yeah, for for him, he's not doing another campaign. I don't know. Maybe I, no. Just kidding. I, I'm I'm happy with with these next four years and, and sitting out a little. Yeah. I'm guessing Wade will probably do whatever you tell him to. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's, just, that's just a guess. Uh, sorry, Wade. But have you? You know, the election was just last week, but now you've been thinking, have you thought about a four-year plan? I know we just mentioned some things, but overall, you know, su- sustaining and retaining employees and, and recruiting good employees, are there other four-year plans, four-year plan items that you've thought about, or are you still working on that? Still working on that just because I think Cookville is such, we're in such a fluid situation right now, again, with what's happening, because on on the one side, I do want to watch Cookville grow in a in a plan strategic smart way but then I do want to make sure we're home we're maintaining that hometown feel and so when that comes in how are we supporting our local businesses how are we supporting our local entrepreneurs we've got those big guys coming in putting you know investing in Cookville and we're thankful for that 
but I maintain that hometown feel by keeping, you know, the west side, the downtown area, keeping those areas that people come in and they see how awesome Cookville is and they see how great it is and the surrounding areas promoting those areas, all the, you know, waterfalls and trails and hiking that we have. Um, it's interesting. We're running an Airbnb right now. It has been booked since we opened in July and people are coming to Cookville and they're coming to visit tech they're coming to wedding dress shop they're coming to check out and get off the grid they're coming to go to cumberland falls i mean cummins falls they're they're coming for everything and they're coming to cookville and staying here so i know we've got that attractiveness i know people love cookville because they're coming to see it and the people who live here love it too so that is going to be again my biggest thing is to make sure i'm keeping cookville and the citizens you can work here live here stay here play here all that Uh, but then keeping cookville the cookville that everyone knows you know they've come to know and love and keeping it a place that you can raise a family yeah i think that's so important i'm glad that your mindset is truly a public servant's heart um I don't know any other. I mean, it's like you, you know, we don't know any. We do this not because we're politicians or because we just we love where we live and we want to see it succeed and, and we can do it. So we do. My mama uh, fussed at me the other day because <laughs> um, I've had some health stuff going on. But thank God I'm, I'm hopefully getting better. But yeah. she's like, you know, you got to slow down. And I said, I wasn't built that way. You oh, know, right. I'm, no, I'm not, I don't. I don't sit. Yeah, I'm not no. built to just come home and sit down. No. And and she's like, well, you need to come home and sit down with me more because I miss you. And then she <laughs> is right. I need to get down there more. Yes, but, yes, there's um, a balance. Yeah, there is. But yeah, it's it's um. It, we, we do this because we love it. We're, we got a passion. We're, we love it, and we want to keep doing it as long as our good Lord lets us, and yes. our bodies and minds can do it. So. Mm-hmm. Lauren, thank you for being here. Thank you for having have me. You actually, so election was last week. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Election was last week. You're going to be married next week. Have you? And you're here with me today. Yeah. Have you been able to take a break? No. Haven't done anything? No. To, I, I took a day off after the election because I thought, oh, I'll take a day off and, and relax. It, uh, I was at the fair lunch. I was at some other meeting. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. There isn't, there's, there's no break. I'm just kidding. Which, again, I'd, I, I wouldn't have it any other way because sure. if I was sitting at home, I'd be finding something to do. So I'm happy to throw myself into the position and make sure I know as much as I can when I get ready to serve on this, you know, this position. But um, I, I, there's a beach trip planned for fall break. So I was about to I'll say, ch- yeah, fall break's going to be here before you know it. We'll take maybe a break Maybe you can then. get away. Maybe. Thank you so much for your service. <laughs> thank you. Thank hey. you. Thank you for your friendship. I know, uh, Enjoy yes. working with you. You've been great uh, ever since we come in together and met. I think Jennifer Wilkerson introduced us maybe I to Chamber yes, Luncheon uh-huh. one day. And one day, and then it just blossomed. Some, yeah, I her some gratitude. But thanks for being here. <laughs> and thank you, as always, for having busy. me. Uh, folks, I hope everybody has a good weekend. I'll actually be on with Vice Mayor, newly elected Vice Mayor Luke Eldridge next week. So I've got the mayor today. Next week, i got the Vice Mayor. You're getting all sure, cooked right. with a couple of weeks. But that's good because cooked is so important to what we do here. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for your time. Hope you have a great weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile than it is a frown. Make somebody day by smile at them. I'll see you next week here on Local Matters.